I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For now, we do what we always do to kick off our number two on the Friday show of Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. And we say hello to the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts. I think this is twice in three weeks. It's almost a habit. What's going on, Nick? <laughs> what's, going, what's going on, buddy? Some would say two times too much. But at least great to be out with you, my friend. I'd say one time too many. Fair enough. Yeah, fair that's enough. Fair. What's going on? Uh, so what kind of odds can I get from you on Brandon Staley still being the Chargers head coach by the end of today? Oh, by the end? Well, you know, I think if it's like a normal organ, and look, like he might get fired today. It's possible. Um, I The Spanos family is so cheap. My sense is that they're going to let him coach the end of the year and then like, and then fire him. Also, maybe like they'll keep him till, till next year. The Spanos family, notoriously cheap, wanting to save money wherever they can. And I think that's kind of like why we saw Staley keep the job last year and why like they didn't go get Sean Payton because they would have to like outbid the Denver Broncos for him. And I don't think the Spanos family wants to do that. So I, I think it's probably 50-50 that he makes it to the next game. But look, like he ain't coming back next year as the coach. And a- after the offensive display last night, and I guess Stick picked it up a little bit in the second half, yeah. is anyone really excited for like Kellen Moore as like the interim head coach of this team the last three weeks of the season? So, yeah, not, not a good scene right now in Los Angeles with the Chargers. You know, Kellen Moore is an interesting name to bring up because there's so many other things to discuss with the Chargers. But at some point, we need to get to the fact that probably the Cowboys made a very, very smart decision to finally move away from him and that Kellen maybe was not the boy genius we thought he was. Well, I'll so I just want to be like a little fair to the situation here and look like you there's no arguing with the results on the Dallas side. Like McCarthy's done a great job, obviously. Dak's like got an MVP season rolling here. Just like with the Chargers and Kellen Moore, I'm reticent to kind of like put this all on him. And you know what? I, and honestly, like it's a bad read by me in the game yesterday. I took the points with the Chargers. Talk about bad bets. At least it was over really quickly. And my thought was kind of like two bad teams, I'll take the points. Yeah. Like if two bad teams are playing, I'll take the points. But, you know, I had been saying all year, like I was right, and it wasn't like I was the only one saying this. When Mike Williams went out for the season, I, and, like, I know this is not like a Charger show, but I'll be really quick with this. When Mike Williams went out for the season, this offense completely fell apart because they whiffed in the, in the draft in the first round with the pick of Quinton Johnston, and they basically had no one else, like, outside of Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler's been dealing with an ankle injury all year. Like, they literally have no talent on offense. Like, Eckler's not healthy, and they have no good receivers when Keenan Allen doesn't play. There's no explosion on the offense. 
So, I mean, I guess, like, kind of, like, could have seen this coming a little bit. And I, I don't want to, like, blame Kellen Moore for all the Chargers' offensive problems. I think, if anything, I think it makes you appreciate Justin Herbert a little more yeah. or even, like, keeping this team in games because let, let's be clear about this. The personnel on that offense, Andrew, with the skill position players, is absolutely brutal. And I was definitely one of the people that got fooled by it, not thinking they were going to be one of the best teams in the AFC, but I thought, again, they'd have themselves in that annoying position of being in the playoff hunt all the way to the very bitter end and maybe sneaking in. But clearly that has not close to happen this year. Well, I mean, yeah, you had two guys that, like, that can't get hurt, like Eckler and Mike Williams, and they both got hurt. Like, it'd be like if Keenan Allen got hurt also. Like, like they literally, like, they got a bad run out. Also, the coach sinks, and, like, the roster's not good enough. So, look, like, I think it was kind of, like, their win total was nine and a half. I think a lot of people assumed maybe that they weren't going to be a Super Bowl team, but they would be in it at the end of the year. But, I mean, like, this is what happens when you have a run out like that. Like, you lose the two most important players on your offense besides for the quarterback. Like, you probably don't have much of a shot. I'm not making excuses for them. They're bad. The coach is going to get fired. Just like it didn't also didn't go their way this year from an injury standpoint. The one and only Nick Costos with us, as always, this time on Fridays here on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Nick, you know that I know next to nothing about your industry, so this may be a very dumb question, the first of a few probably coming up here. Uh, Tomorrow, three standalone NFL games without any college football interference, competition, whatever. Will there be more money bet than should be on those three games tomorrow because of that? Um, I don't know about should be. I think it's just like it's the NFL. So, I mean, a ton of money is going to get bet on NFL games, like whether it's Saturday. Eventually, you know, it's like it's not enough for the NFL just to completely monopolize everything. Now it's like, hey, here's three games on Christmas. Let's just play games every day of the week. Like at some point, Raj, we kind of need to spend some time with our family, (laughs) you big jerk. Uh, No, I think people will just bet these games like they normally do. Is it a day, though, where maybe the books clean up a little more because people have less to throw their money around, so they're making maybe particular bets that are not smart? Um, you know, I, 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 I tend to stay away from that type of stuff, being like, oh, well, the public's going to lose today. It's right. Like, here's, like, the dirty little secret, by the way. It's like the, the public wins sometimes. Like, the public <laughs> does not always lose. And sports books are not trying to trap you, and Vegas actually doesn't know anything. Like, everyone thinks, oh, well, Vegas set the line at this, and they're trying to get you to do something. The implication there is that, like, the line doesn't move over the course of the week. So here's what happens. Just, like, pull back the curtain a little bit. Like, Vegas, which is not a thing. Like, it makes it sound like it's some, like, shadowy cabal, like the Illuminati setting, like, a betting line. It's some dude in his office with his feet up and his gut hanging out being like, well, I think the opening point spread of the game should be this. And then that's when it opens. And then betters at low limits will say, actually, you're wrong. Here's what the number should be. And then over the course of the week on Thursday, when the bet, when the sports book feels pretty good about what the number should be because of the money bet into it, that's when limits are raised. and You can actually bet significant money into the market. So, look, like maybe the public loses tomorrow. Maybe they win. I don't think like th- there's nothing predictive to say that it's going to happen one way or the other. So then what do you like about Browning versus Mullins tomorrow? I think it's a really it's I think it's like a, actually a pretty tough game. Um, I actually only really like one bet tomorrow. I like the over in the Steelers Colts game, and I like Steelers uh, teaser legs uh, teasing the Steelers up, probably with Kansas City now that Miami's not an option. And I'll just I'll be quick on the Vikings Bengals game. So there's a lot of talk right now in like the betting community, and amongst like I think like sports you know football analysts, is this Vikings defense like actually awesome? And look like the Raiders offense is not as good as it looked last night against the Chargers, but it is worth noting. Like, the Vikings shut them out last week. 
Like, that's a thing that actually happened. So, like, it's not like the Raiders are a 60-point offense every single week. Like, that's not going to happen. But Brian Flores has done a great job with that defense, right? And now you introduce a new starting quarterback into the equation, right, with Nick Mullins from Minnesota. And while Jake Browning has been um, has been pretty impressive, right, Drew, with the first couple starts yeah. in place of Joe Burrow, the offense is different. Like, it's not the same. And that doesn't mean it can't be successful. Just that, like, they're not throwing the ball down the field a lot. It's all short stuff underneath the guys that can, to be fair, that can break tackles and go a long way. Chase, Higgins, Chase Brown, Mixon, et cetera here. I think it's a really tough game to call. You make me pick it. If, if I can get a number above three with the Vikings, I would take like three and a half if it gets there. Otherwise, probably not. I'll have props on the game, but I'm not going to bet the side. Um, I like the over in the Steelers-Colts game will be my favorite bet for tomorrow. Yeah, so the over in a game with Mitchell Trubisky and the broken Steeler offense. Well, it's like price matters, right? It's not like it's Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers offense and the total 50. Like it's 42 and a half. And there's, uh, and there's ideal weather conditions, right, playing in a dome. Yeah. And just a couple of things to consider. And look, like I'm always really careful about this stuff because when, I get, when I'm really confident about something, I feel like it gives the impression that like you can't lose. Like any bet can lose. They could, there could be stall red zone trips, a lot of field goals, red zone turnovers. Like there's a way this bet loses. Just that, you know, Shane Steichen overs are a thing. Because when the Colts have the ball on offense, they run an insane volume of plays. They're not, like, bleeding the, the play clock down all the way. They run a billion plays. Also, like, their defense is pretty bad. And you're getting a Steelers offense off just a, back-to-back Arizona and New England, incredibly poor performances. Now, maybe that continues, or maybe you get something slightly better than expected. And I think the Colts will be able to do their part and get this game over the total as well. So over 42-and-a-half is my favorite play tomorrow, and that's Pittsburgh and Indy. Before we leave the Steelers, is there any money to be won off Mike Tomlin's job security? Um, I mean, like, I, I, how bad would it have to go down the stretch for them to fire him? Um, probably pretty bad. No, I, I, I think he's almost, I mean, look, if things can go really sideways, they could get embarrassed every game down the stretch and finish seven and 10. Unlikely that that will be the case. I think he'll, he's almost certainly back as the coach next year with a new offensive coaching staff. I heard you sing a Tommy DeVito song on New York radio yesterday. I'm a fan. So was when, that a, was that a cue? Did you want me to do it here? No, or? no, no. It just it's a it's the open to the where is your betting heart and mind on Devito and your Giants right now? Yeah, so it's a Tommy Devito, baby. Yeah, that's a song. It's it's a, I I do it all the time. I like it. Anyway, I like it. It's better than some other things we've we've heard the last ten days or so. Well, also like you know the those things that they're serving that the Devito family is serving are those are not cutlets. That's like chicken breast. It's an insult like all Mediterraneans. That's, cutlets are supposed to be pounded thin. Also, like, I love him because he's the quarterback of my favorite team and we're winning games. Yeah. Um, uh, my bet on this game, we're, and worth noting, um, a bunch of the, the people that I really respect that we have on You Better You Bet, people that, like, bet professionally, that does not mean that they win every bet they place. But uh, a lot of people like New Orleans this week. So the look-ahead market for this game, Drew, before Monday night when the Giants beat the Packers was six. It reopens four and a half, so the Giants get a bunch of credit, and New Orleans immediately gets back gets bet back up to six. So, like, I don't think the point spread's wrong. I think the point spread is actually it's right. If I, if it were like New Orleans minus three or something, the Saints would just get bet up until six. But the point spread's fine. But that's where we can kind of step in and bet our opinion. And my opinion is, uh, I never want to lay points with the Saints like in this range unless they're playing like Bryce Young and the Panthers, and they did win last week and cover the spread. So. 
this is a game where the Giants have the clear coaching advantage with Dable over Dennis Allen, and you need Derek Carr and the Saints to win this game by margin, to win the game by seven or more to win your bet. They're a stupid team. <laughs> they're, a, they're a highly conservative team, yeah. like sexually aroused by sending out like the field goal kicker and the punter. Like They love it. So I think the Giants can keep this game close. Like, listen, like maybe like like clock strikes midnight on DeVito's Cinderella run here, and they get blown out, and he throws it, turns the ball over four times. I think it's more likely that the Saints being dumb outweighs what the Giants do in this game. I'll take the points with Big Blue. Yeah, like that DeVito thing you just said, that to me applies to all of these guys, Browning, whomever. Like, if there's always there's a reason why their backups are undrafted or fourth-round picks or on their ninth team in four days because they have all have – iffy track records, so that, like, complete collapse is always in play for these guys. Yeah, but, like, I think the thing, and, and look, it could happen, obviously. The thing that makes you, if you want to bet the Giants in the game, that makes you feel good, and look, like, it can unravel. He could, he could put the ball on the turf, whatever. He could throw picks. The, the Giants coaching staff is really good, and I think, like, they've kind of shown that this year over the last couple of weeks, which is good as a Giants fantasy. So, look, it, it can go wrong, just that I think you got to feel good about the way DeVito's being coached right now, the game plan, et cetera. So I'm a little confident that even if the Giants don't cover, I don't think that this will be Disaster Fest 2023 in New Orleans on Sunday. What do you like about Cowboys' bills? Um, well, a couple games here. Um, we're going to have to make sure that the weather is okay. And, and, like, I hate to do this, be like, oh, we got to wait for the weather. But, I mean, listen, it's like a, it's a thing. You yeah. know, December and games are being played outdoors. Um, like Miami and the Jets, and I know like that's not a cold-weather climate, but like extreme wind expected in that game potentially, which will destroy the two passing games. Jacksonville and Baltimore, wind and rain expected on Sunday night. That's why that total is so low. And the total in this game is high with Buffalo and Dallas. But, like, look, like you run the risk, you know, outdoors in December in Buffalo of there being wind, inclement weather, et cetera. So there may be wind in the forecast. We won't know for sure, obviously, until Sunday. Just something to keep in mind. I like the Bills in the game. Uh, I like the Bills laying anything under a field goal. Dallas and both teams coming off emotional wins. Bit of a better spot for Buffalo coming off its bye a couple weeks ago here. And I think the Bills are probably slightly better than Dallas. Uh, and they're hosting the game. So I'll bet the Bills in the game, Drew. It's not one of my favorite bets of the week, but I'll bet Buffalo. And if the total continues to tick up, I think it's 50 and a half right now. We get to 51. Uh, I would play under 51 if and when we get there. I got to ask you about uh, college football for a second because there are bowl games tomorrow, and these are the, the wacky ones where coaches are gone, transfer portal, guys are sitting out to prep for the draft. How in the world do you get to a place with any confidence to put money on any of these, any of these first batches of games? All right, so it's a really great question, and it's kind of like a nuanced answer, right? So – the first thing I'll say is, like, you can, you meaning, like, you. Well, maybe not you, because you're not interested in Thank yourself. you. But, like, if, if anyone out there interest, is listening, like, you can make money on, on college football bowl games the same way you can make money on, like, betting the NFL preseason. And before people roll their eyes and be like, ah, oh, what a degenerate betting the NFL preseason. Like, when you bet college football bowl games outside of the playoffs, right, you're betting basically information. Like, you're betting, like, you know, you read in the newspaper, and it's kind of antiquated to say that, right? Or you read The Athletic or a website or whatever, and you read that, like, a third-string quarterback is going to play the whole second half of a preseason game in the NFL. And, like, that third-string quarterback is good and, like, could potentially be, like, a backup or start at some point. Like, you're going to like that team a little bit more, right? Like, like that's how NFL preseason betting works. Kind of the same thing with college football bowl games, where if you want to win money on this stuff, 
and you're paying really close attention, like you you know like which guys are transferring, if the quarterback's not going to play, who's really important. Like you can there's a million games, it's a lot for sports books to kind of track. You can make a lot of money doing this stuff. Next sentence. I don't have the time or the care to do it. So like I don't do it. Like I I bet the NFL, I bet the NBA, I bet the NHL, I bet other stuff. I don't have time to do that. But there are people out there that do. And, Drew, here's what I would say to people. We have guests on our show, including Colin Wilson, who hosts a great college football betting podcast. He comes on our show every Friday. He does all of this stuff, and then he comes on our show and gives, like, his best bets. So, like, listen to You Better You Bet to get all this stuff. Um, I I don't do it, so I can't recommend anyone else do it because it's a lot of work. But you absolutely can make money if you put the time and effort in. I do need to defend myself just for a second because I am the reigning bowl game betting contest champion on the now defunct DA show. I won our three-way competition betting beers on games. I won it. I'm still owed like 60 beers by David and Mendelara off of this. Well, like, well, I, I follow DA on Instagram and he always posts like his like wizard of odds. He's like, he's like, I, I don't know if it, there's no way it's a bit because like you can't be that bad on purpose. Oh, it's not a bit. <laughs> He's like he's like fifty games under five hundred. Now Morash, I'm a little I'm upset by that because like like when Sean was doing DA show and he could like he could fill in and like host you better you bet yeah. like I'm out or Ken's out. Like he was always like when whenever they would ask me like hey like if you're gonna be out who do you want to host I was like Morash immediately because I think he's a stud I think he's so talented and he's really good with that stuff. I'm a little upset that like Morash couldn't take you DA. I'm like whatever I think he's terrible at it. But like like Morash. I, I would expect a Mirage to take you down, so that's a good job by you, buddy. So Sean won by a lot the first year. Last year, we reconfigured a couple of things because at one point, Sean almost was owed, like, hundreds of dollars, like an uncomfortable amount of beer. So we put some caps on things, and Sean misused, like, his two or three wild card bets, which oh, you, like, okay. the, the, and that, that screwed him. And that's how but I but snuck through in even, the end. But, but you don't even really drink, right? Uh no I I I'm I'll welcome the sixty beers that DA owes me. Ah uh, yeah I'm 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 good on all of that I'm way I'm way good on that but let's, so I mean based off this man what what's your best bet this weekend like forget about me you're the one that wins all these contests what do you like <laughs> hold on I'll you know what I'll come on your show later and give you a breakdown of Georgia Southern against Ohio Ohio, Ohio not Ohio State oh, yeah 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 no, that's the, the Bobcats right against exactly the yeah. Um, okay, I'll take Georgia State because if a Panther fought a Bobcat, the Panther would win. That, you know what? That's probably better logic than looking at what they actually do on the field. Well, you know, I, I also don't know who's I couldn't name one player or either coach in that game. <laughs> and you know what? We're wrong. It's Georgia Southern. We didn't even have the right Georgia school, so moving no, on. But they're the Panthers, though. I think I got that right. They're the Georgia Southern Panthers. No, right? Georgia State Bobcats. is the Panthers. The, the Georgia Southern is some kind of bird mascot. Well, what is it? Can we find out? Uh, they might be. I'm trying to click on the link to get an open. They're the Eagles. They're straight Eagles. Oh, so Eagle versus Bobcat. Yeah. I think, I think Eagle takes down Bobcat, right? I think so too. I think an Eagle swoops down with those talons in the wild and can just scoop a Bobcat off the ground. No, I don't know if it gets scooped. The Bobcat's big. I don't know if it scoops it off the ground. But the problem would be if the Bobcat like corrals the eagle because then the eagle's done because it's grounded i think i would set eagle maybe like i'm trying to think like this is where like the sports book like oh well the sports book's trying to get to trap you it's like no i'll set a bad line and then people will bet it in the right direction i think eagle like minus 200 versus the bobcat the eagle a pretty big favorite <laughs> at the moment the eagles are technically laying three points ahead of the myrtle beach bowl tomorrow morning 
Well, I would say that the uh, the implication there is that, you know, that's less than minus 200 on the money line. Uh, ergo, I think that there is value on uh, the Georgia Southern Eagles in the game. All right. Well, we've just lost D-Cell on our Eagles versus Bobcats debate. So we've accomplished okay, our goals well, for today. Well, 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 well what, what a shame that is. <laughs> Why do you even keep coming back, D-Cell, at this point? All right, Nick. I know you got to go, my man. Favorite thing, my favorite thing D-Cell does, by the way. It's like he's You like, have a favorite like, like, thing he does? Well, it's like ro- robot D-Cell. Every time I call him, it's, hey, Nick, we appreciate you. And I'm just like, dude, just like, get me on the air, man. Like, I'm, I'm good. I know you appreciate me. No problem. I got you. All right, man. Well, we do appreciate you. Thank you, as always, for coming on this and morning. I appreciate it, too. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, wishing you and even pretty daddy and the listeners. Uh, minimal sweats, winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. All right, Nick Costos, you know him, you love him. He's the host of You Better, You Bet, an Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.